right, we are live. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. We have with us today Fabian Raphael. We're going to talk about building your coaching empire today here on what I'm calling now the authority project. You are the project if we want to attach authority to you so you can sell what you're great at. And we're just going to be, we're just excited to have her here. Um, I'm not sure if I have an introduction. She's She's a little bit of everything. She's a coach. She's a mentor. She's a podcaster. She's a speaker. Um, all the things. She's a trainer. She's a, she's a lot of things. So I'm, I'm going to let her go with it, though. So Fab, and I call her Fab. You don't, have, don't call her Fab. Yeah. Or no. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm her friend or not, but I, I, got, I, got, I was allowed to call her Fab, which I love. Um, but tell us now uh, about you personally first and then professionally. Okay, so uh, personally, I would say if I if I recall when I was growing up as a kid, I would never have thought that I would be a business owner today or that I would be working online and all that stuff because I come from a family where my parents had a job and they kept it like for a long time and this is what their wish was for each of their kids. So go to school, get that high degree and uh, find a job and stay there forever. <laughs> and, yeah. and I guess this is not how it happened for me. <laughs> but um, let's say that I met key people in my life uh, that got me into like opening my mind to mindset, to conferences, to learning new things and to start businesses. So the online business is not like the first business I had. I was a home stager. Uh, I had a home staging business. I had a healthcare agency. Um, and, uh, and I fell in love with the online world. I think it was back in beginning of like maybe 2012, 2013. And I went to a conference on marketing and I was like, Oh my, Oh my God, like what marketing? I didn't even know what it was. And I was like, Oh, this is what's missing with my, you know, businesses and all that stuff. And then the online marketing, I was like, Oh, that's even better. Right. So eventually, like to make this long story short, uh, I made the switch and decided that I wanted to be online and uh, do something like to help others online. But when I got started, I started with uh, podcasting and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But uh, I had a great coach that really enticed me into starting my show. And my idea was to invite a lot of people on it and make it like a memorable and great show. So I connected with a ton of influencers and uh, and I had like I had a blast doing the show and I I recorded 300 episodes and uh, I really wish to start another podcast probably like later this year. It's in the okay. cooking in my head. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, podcasting like gave me so many opportunities like building relationships relationships and um, speaking at events and, you know, getting more clients and learning from other people and all that stuff. So like that's, that's how it happened for me. And now today, what I do is I really help undervalued employees or former elite athletes to get paid for their expertise by building their coaching business and uh, finally live their purpose. Most of the time people I work with, they've been having this thought these thoughts or the stream business in their minds forever for years and uh, for some reason they were pro procrastinating because of overwhelm because of 
there's so many contradicting information online and uh and finally like they get a wake-up call and like i need to get started on this and they feel that they have to do it so this is where i come in and help them build that so yeah i love it i love it so let's just segue into that let's just go right to it because i i i'd like to get right into it so starting out you don't know what to do or, 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 you know, you don't know what to do. You don't know, look, you know if you have anything you know, of, of, of expertise or, or special that you would want or people want to learn from you. Mm-hmm. How, do you how do you get into the, to the mode where you're finding something that's great inside you so that people can learn from you and you can maybe start building an income in that I, w- I would say that the first thing that could help you out if you don't necessarily know what to pinpoint out of your talents or expertise or skills is to ask people around you and people that really know you well. Um, it could be colleagues at work. It could be, it could be your friends. It could be your family, but ask them like what they feel you're the best at or what they feel your special skill set are or and stuff like that. So they will probably say you, I mean, you're the best at doing this and you're Mm -hmm. the best at doing that, or you might have an idea. And what I love to tell people is that's just to make a a list of all your wins since you were a kid in sports in life. uh, Did you win this contest? Uh, Did Mm -hmm. you, did you apply for this job? And there were like 40 applicants and you got it. Uh, And let's say when you're working, well, which task, that your boss always tells you to do because you're the Mm. best at it, right? So Mm. like try to pinpoint that one special thing that you could do more than anyone else because this is a great start. You don't have to learn other skills. Like you have them already, right? And I Mm. think that's, that's a mistake a lot of people do. They're like, well, what can I sell? I mean, I would need to go and learn that. No, not necessarily. I mean, you you have talents, you have expertise, you have something, you have a gift. And sometimes it has to do with something you've been, you, you've overcame in life. For example, like there are a lot of people that have had, let's say, trauma earlier in their lives and they feel that they can, they can help others go through uh, this, their hard phases of life. And they decide to help them out in that sense, because they experienced it, they got out of it, and they want to inspire others and help others do the same thing. So I would say like, this is the first thing to get started. But then that's not enough. Of course, you could be great at doing something. But if no one wants it, then it's a bad idea. Um, So just make sure that your what you want to sell or what your expertise is, is really something that people are already actively looking for. And I think that sometimes this is a mistake people do. Let's say they're like, oh, I have this idea. This is what I'm going to sell. And they go on on building a lot of things like the website or, you know, uh, their business cards and all that stuff. And then to realize that there's no market for it or the market is very small and it's, it's hard for them to, you know, to get, get off, get this business off of the ground. So, um, so I would say the other thing that is extremely important is to make sure that what you want to sell, people are actually investing money in it. And an easy way to do that is to Google it and to see how many products or services are already sold in that in that market or mm-hmm. uh, how, how much people are investing into that. So basically, it gives you the answer, well, okay, then I could go into that market or I could give it, I could give it a shot. And it's not because like there are a lot of people doing the thing that there's no space for you 
Because I know that some people might think, well, um, I, I don't want to be another coach because there are a gazillion coaches already. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, right. But what I would say is this, is that there's only one you. So yeah. you have your own story. Uh, you have your own um, experience with things. You have, you might have your own methodology or, or way of connecting with others. And that's enough for you to attract your your own tribe and people that you you can help uh, to achieve their goals. So, um, so yeah, I would say that would be a great start. Find what you're great at, like ask people and, and, you know, yourself to make that introspection and write about it. And then after that, while well, checking, of course, if that idea is worth putting some resources and energy into, if people are already looking for it, and if they're investing into that, that kind of project that you want to do. So here's the question. I follow all that. And that was a lot. I hope everybody's writing that down. There's a, a lot there. So I had a few couple of questions, but here's the, here's the main one here from that. How long do you think you should wait until you think and people think that, you know, this isn't working, you know, this is or or should it as far as the output, the result that you're getting from 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 coaching or, or trying to put something out there? How long should one take? Oh my God. Um, that's, that's a hard question, I yeah. would say, because sometimes it's not working, not necessarily because the idea is not good, but because the strategy around it or the way, the way the person connects or like how people um, see you or how you communicate with them. Or uh, sometimes it has to do with not enough people know about you and your message and all that stuff. So it's, it's kind of hard to, to yeah. evaluate. I think the the best would be to actually have the right resources around you like mentors or being in a group where you can have that kind of feedback and make you realize if you are on the right path or if you should like just um, step back a little bit and, and look at the big picture and see if what you've done is actually what had to be done in order for you to get forward. So I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, some people, it, it takes them like, not a long time to get started and get their first clients and others, it takes a longer time. But again, sometimes it has to do with not necessarily what they're selling, but it has to do with a mindset block that they have, for example, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, afraid of selling, for example. Yeah. And, I, and I remember that that was my problem when I started out, like I was so afraid to sell, to take the phone, to talk about like what I was able to provide and all that stuff. Like I was really afraid of selling, but I had to go deeper than that and, and, you know, get the help of a great mindset coach to unlock that and being able to, okay, then shift and being able to finally sell and, and, so, you know, so build my right name there. and all that stuff. Yeah. So stay right there. How did, how did you shift? Cause I think that's the issue with a lot of people um, just trying to get to that point where it's okay to say, I am this person, I am this authority and you can learn from me. How do you shift from saying in, I, I am worth this this amount of money or whatever. I, I, I'm saying in plain language. I am worth, I am saying in plain language. I am worth this. So you should learn from me. How, so, how, how did you shift to that? Okay. So for me, it was, I said it was like mindset work with a great mindset coach. And it had to do with, uh, I had to go back to my, to my self-esteem. That was pretty, pretty low. Um, so I remember like the key, one of the key sessions we had together was, um, she was she was asking me um, how I felt 
And uh, I actually, at that time, I really felt that everywhere I would go, if I could just, if people would not notice me, I would be, I would be okay. So whenever I would go to public places or if I would go to a party, it had happened to me, to people saying, yeah, I went to this great party. I was like, I was there too. Oh, I didn't see you. And like, because <laughs> that's how I was. I was not yeah. taking a lot of, of space and all that stuff. And uh, yeah. actually digging in, um, it's uh, when she when she asked those key questions, I I the the worst answer I gave, but the one that I was like, oh my god, it, I I said it myself. I am nothing mm. during that session. Wow. And then when we got there, my reaction instead of like bursting into tears, I started laughing. I was like, "How ridiculous is that?" <laughs> <laughs> so I started laughing. I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is so stupid, right?" Yeah, and then yeah. and then she was like, "Well, it's not stupid. Whatever it came from, other things." But like we got into the the deep part of it. So since it was there inside of me that I'm nothing, then anything that I would do, right? It would need to, um, um, to be congruent with what my mindset was, which mm. I was nothing. So yeah. whatever I was trying to do something, well, of course it didn't work out because it had to fit with what I thought I was. Yeah. Um, so, so my point here is that um, sometimes um, we don't, we are not allowed to go forward because there are some deeper wounds that we haven't like taken care of. And I feel, especially with entrepreneurship and you selling and you feeling comfortable with who you are and what you share, it's extremely important to do that inner work because if you don't do it, then it might come back at you like maybe five, 10, 15 years from now. And you might not understand why things are not going, going well or why you keep fighting all that stuff. Because sometimes it's just like there's something that needs to be unlocked and, uh, and you have to take care of it. Awesome. So let's dig right into it. How can we now, how, how can we go step by step from the process of getting clients so that we can build this coaching empire that we still desire yeah so so first of all the thing now we we spoke about like what your zone of genius is and making sure that there's a market for it and people are already investing into it so yeah. as as soon as you know that well you know that you're you actually in in a good space to get started yeah. so the second thing that you have to do is actually start um evaluating and listening um, to what your target audience might be saying about what you what you want to provide as a service and see mm -hmm. where the gaps are and see what the challenges are and see what they what what can't make them sleep at night why are they so stressed out about that problem and really understand your target audience because that will actually give you the key wording when you communicate with them, it's important that you use their own words. And it's important also that you, you actually get into the conversation that they are already having in their heads when they're thinking at night and they can't go to bed because that problem is messing up their lives and they want to find a solution for it. Um, so, so go out there. Um, it could be in groups. It could be in virtual meet. Now it's more virtual meetings, right? Yeah. So <laughs> virtual meetings, it could yeah. be like, um, just 
one-on-one -on -one interactions through uh, private messaging on social media, just to ask those key questions and, and listen first. I think one of the biggest mistakes that beginners do is that they pitch they pitch their services like right away and they just want to, to, you know, get that sale. But if you haven't taken the time to really understand who you're talking to and what you can do to truly help them, how, how can you be so sure that that person needs or wants your services? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of, you know, like getting to know your audience pretty well and listening a lot and taking a lot of notes and see what are the common traits between these people that you're talking to. And then eventually, well, if you feel that there might be a fit, well, in the conversation, it's easy to, to just go like, well, I might, you know, I, 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 I'm reading or I'm, I'm being aware that this and this and this seem to be, uh, a challenge that you might have and I could be the right person to help you out with this. And are you open to, to have a phone call or are you open to chat about this a little bit more deeply? Um, and then you get the person on the phone. So the thing about getting the person on the phone, of course, it will never happen if you don't have those conversations, if you don't go in the groups and, and, you know, see what, what's happening. And if, if you don't reach out to people sometimes, and it's not true that all the time you have to wait and see until like someone comes to you. Sometimes you have to be proactive also and see yourself. Like you could, you could see a post and, and be like, oh my God, this person uh, is struggling with this and that. Well, let me see how I can serve that person and just yeah. reach out. Yeah. Reaching out is not a, it's not a bad thing. I think it's yeah. a bad thing when you reach out just to grab the person by the throat and say, you, you, you need to buy from me. <laughs> and we get a lot, I get a lot. Well, I think we all get a lot of that, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I've been struggling, struggling with that the last two weeks. I'm just like, just because I'm diving back in to the, to the forefront now. And I, okay. I, I, you know, that's, another, that's another conversation <laughs> altogether. But, but, but speak to that. So what tools do you, are you using to get them from, conversation to a phone call what tools oh yeah. my, actually i'm very i'm very huge on on private conversations okay this is what i do like the most and let's say i'm i'm mostly active on facebook and linkedin okay and when okay. i start the conversation or the thing is when you when you read people also you know what they share um you you could evaluate sometimes like if they have certain issues or certain challenges and you can start the conversation around that and sometimes it has nothing to do with business necessarily it could be something like uh, something that you have in common um, for example one example i have a contact i have on linkedin that live lives in denmark and i used to live in Den i lived in denmark two years um, yeah. from 2002 to 2004 playing handball and uh, I was like, oh, my God, like you're in my connections. And I just realized you live in Denmark. How cool is that? I lived in Denmark and all that stuff. And then wow. we started chatting and I realized that uh, she told me I'm starting my business. And it just is just leading to a call that we're going to have later this week. But it, I, I just started out the conversation like that. I, it was 
it had nothing to do with like me wanting to coach her and all that stuff. It's just mm -hmm. that by sharing her story and by sharing what's, what she wants to accomplish, well, I was like, well, I, I could actually really help you. So we'll see. We'll see when we have that chat on the phone. But that's that's how I that's how I, I mainly do it. Um, mm -hmm. I really enjoy also when there's the face-to-face -face, uh, interaction. So when mm -hmm. I'm speaking on stage or when I'm hosting my events, because I love connecting with people live and I don't know when I'll have the opportunity to do that again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I can. So, <laughs> yes. so yes. yeah, Sometimes. so we have to develop other, you know, other strategies and, right. uh, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so that, that's also another, uh, another one of my strengths uh, when I'm meeting people live and I talk to them personally, then it's easier for me to, to be able to, bring them to a call and all that stuff. Awesome. So let me, let me go from get them on the call. They accept. How do how do you work? Let's do this. How do you work with pricing and how do you work at, how do you work with pricing and then scheduling your, your, um, your coaching with, with that person afterwards you got, you got, you got, with the six pricing. Minutes. Yeah, you got to <laughs> 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 <I should> say. <laughs> pricing. No, I'm, I'm quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, actually, the pricing is something that uh, that's a huge topic also. Yeah. Because it depends, um, you know, what kind of service you want to offer and what people are, what kind of transformation that you give to these people. Um, are you giving them access to you or it's an online course or it's a video series or what is it? So that that could actually be something different when you try to um, to pinpoint the price that the price tag that you have to your products or to your services. Um, so what I always say to people is like, especially when you're starting out and especially if there's a service that you could provide one-on-one -on -one, then to start with that because the one-on-one -on -one coaching is the fastest way for you to get more income into your business and then after that that money you could reinvest into your business to develop other systems or other products like an online course or a group coaching instead of a one-on-one -on -one coaching because one-on-one -on -one coaching could become eventually like something that you don't like to do or something that you do just uh just uh you know um in in a period because you know that you want to transition into something else um but but I would say start with one-on-one -on -one coaching and actually when you create your your offer so your offer of services then uh um see what your audience is actually looking for, like what their, what are their expectations out of that coaching and what transformation that you are able to provide to them. So let's say if you're a life coach and you're helping people that have gone through trauma um, um, and then, you know, get out of uh, their PTSD symptoms, for example, I just give a random example like that well within let's say i don't know if your program is six months or it's in a year so you could say within a year i can bring you from being scared and having those uh those nightmares and those uh flashbacks of the tr trauma that you had earlier to it disappearing or it coming just once every i don't know quarter and and uh 
quarter of year, I mean, like not quarter, like 15 minutes. Um, and then, and then, you know, so like you are actually changing their lives. So people would actually being, be able to pay thousands of dollars to, to go back to a, a peaceful life and go back to their old self um, and not having these uh, anxiety attacks anymore and all that stuff. But let's say if you are building an online course and you want to help someone with their budget, for example, and that the online is four weeks, like a four week intensive, or it could be like just a few videos and all that stuff. Well, maybe it's okay for you to charge like $300 or $500 for it because um, it's a shorter, they don't have access to you and they still get that result out of your course. But it, it just has to do with like who you're serving, what the change and the transformation is, and what's the period of time for the people to accomplish that. And if your method is is working and if they get results, of course, if they get results, like they'll be they'll be happy to pay you for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So take us into before we in, close here, like your just so some people can see like how you how you're scheduling how you how you schedule your time throughout the week what does that really look like for people who are online coaches full-time <laughs> now it's <laughs> It's different because my little one is around like every day. Um, yeah, so yeah. I have to switch my schedule. He usually naps between one and four, let's say. Okay. So three hours a day that I have like for sure to actually work out. And then yeah. the rest is to doing the interaction on, on my social media accounts and doing my client work and doing these interviews. Um, so, and then at night when he goes to bed around nine, uh, I take, I take an hour or two to, uh, to go back to actually pro probably like some content. Cause I plan my content in advance. Usually I do that on Sundays. Um, I write for, for two hours, well, okay. one hour and a half, uh, to, to lay out all my content for the week. But sometimes things happen during the week and it inspires me to write something, So um, in the evenings, that's when I do that. Um, when I have like a flash of something I want to share with my audience, then I do it. Okay. Um, and, and let's say that nowadays, I mean, I, I came more into a rhythm of, you know, the little one being at home. Um, oh. So I, when it first started out, it was, it was, I had like those high expectations. I thought that I would do like, so I don't know, like, I would have like seven hours a day, whatever, but I don't need that. Actually. I realized mm. with him being there that I don't mm. need all that time. If I focus my time on doing those specific actions, okay. then, uh, then it, 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 uh, it turns out pretty well. Yes. Okay. So okay. let's say during the week, Wednesdays, like days like today are all my days for, um, for all the interviews. So there are no other interviews Uh, except if there are like exceptions, like today I'm, I'm a guest on a, on a special webinar for athletes. So I'm doing mm -hmm. it tomorrow, but most of the time I'm doing it like only on Wednesdays. So the other days in the afternoon, it's client work. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. All right. It's the life of a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We got, we got time now. Thank you so much. We're going to end it up there. I hope you guys got a lot of information out of that. I know that I did. Um, into, the, into the life and the mind of on full-time coaching empire business, <laughs> so to speak. So 
tell us, Fabian, where um, can they can they find you online? Yeah, actually, uh, what I shared with you today, you can find it at fabianrafael.com forward slash coaching hyphen plan. So it will just like give you the the recap of what we shared today during uh, during this episode of Authority Project or Authority Builders. Either either way, Sorry. either way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so basically, if you go through that, uh, it's an ebook, and if you go through it and have questions, feel free to connect with me. I love to have those private conversations. Nice, and we'll have her link in the post uh, for you to quickly click on to that to that page there for her. And that's great. I think we are are, are done. That is so awesome. I appreciate you coming here. Uh, I thank everybody for um, coming in and out. I know it's, it's, everybody's busy nowadays. Um, but I appreciate all of you guys here. Again, um, visit me as well at the Authority Project. Um, this is the Authority Project show, rather. And visit me at the Authority Builders Academy Facebook group, and I'll let you in there. You can get more trainings um, for what we do here. And that is to help you as the project to put authority in your lap so you can sell what you're great at. Thank you, Fabian Raphael, for being here. Any last words of encouragement at all, motivation? <sighs> Inspiration. Yeah, my favorite quote from Jim Rohn, and it's success is something you attract by the person you become. Ah, I like that. I like that very much. All right. Okay, <laughs> that is all. That is all. Thank you so much for joining us here. I love you guys. Um, take care. Be blessed. See you soon. Bye. All right. Just hold on there. All right.